Right now, the line is occupied with a guest we would ordinarily be talking to next week, but he was gracious enough to adjust his schedule to accommodate my schedule because I'm taking next week off. While he and his team will, I'm sure, continue to be hard at work trying to improve economic development and opportunity in our community. Ryan McCrady, the CEO of the Springfield Sangamon Growth Alliance, here for our monthly check-in. Ryan, as always, welcome and thanks for taking the time. We appreciate it. Hi, Jim. Thanks for having me on. Well, uh, I want to start where we've been starting a lot of this in the last several months with uh, just sort of a, a... a big picture view of the pandemic and how it's impacting the community. And in particular, of course, obviously our hospitality industry right now. We uh, we got some just really disturbing numbers from the state today. 27,000 hospitality sector jobs lost statewide just in November. Uh, bring that down to the, the Sangamon County and the Springfield level as to what impact this is having. And, and what sense do you have as far as how much of that industry is going to be left once we're on the other side of this pandemic? Well, I think a lot of it's going to depend on how long the uh, restrictions need to stay in place. And then also, if there's going to be any targeted industry um, stimulus uh, from the federal government. I mean, there, there, there are some industries that have just been severely impacted by the pandemic and some not so much. Uh, we do know when we look back at the first round of stimulus, um, that the stimulus that was put out uh, to, to folks actually uh, created somewhat of a floor in the economic impact from the pandemic because that money, a high percentage of that money gets spent by the individuals who do receive it. Um, so the, the, the overall impact and whether this hospitality industry, whether some of those businesses are able to stick around through this or not is yet to be determined. Um, but I think a lot of it's going to depend on just how much longer uh, this has to go on. Uh, you know, I, I know a big part of what you do in normal times is uh, working with existing businesses on retention and expansion and things. And those jobs have taken on a new urgency, of course, uh, right now in the current situation. As we're waiting to see what exactly Congress does what other help is out there, and, and are you playing any role at all in working with uh, not not just the bar and restaurant industry, but other small businesses yeah. that have seen their bottom line so dramatically impacted here? Is there anything that you and the Growth Alliance uh, can do to direct people toward assistance? Yeah, we do. We work with a lot of our partner agencies around the community, whether that's uh, Kevin Lust at the Small Business Development Center, uh, Kate Davidson at Innovate Springfield, uh, Chris Embro at the Chamber of Commerce, um, also working with our workforce partners to try to find anything that we can do. Um, all of those groups, and along with the Alliance, have been having a number of education sessions for small business owners, whether it's sessions to inform them of different types of state and government assistance that exist. As you know, the Department of Commerce has had a business interruption grant program, what they call the big program out there and have made more than one round of, of, of grant awards for those folks. So it's making sure that those businesses are aware of the programs that exist and just trying to do anything we can to assist them. Um, we talked to a number of them. Um, like I said, some industries are impacted uh, much more than other industries, and every industry is impacted in somewhat of a different way. They, the point of delivery of that product or service it's becoming much more important than it ever has been. 
uh, due to uh, public health concerns and the pandemic. So the whole customer value proposition is changing also for a lot of these small businesses. Does the Springfield Sangamon Growth Alliance have any contact with our congressional delegation? Are you talking to them about local needs and about what this relief package or future legislation should look like to provide real meaningful assistance? We do the best we can to communicate that. So we do uh, find the the delegation willing and and open to, to hearing our comments and thoughts. Um, we do stay well connected with them also, along with our state and local elected officials. Um, they communicate with us. They're willing to hear our feedback. And the State Department of Commerce has many times reached out to the Alliance to get our thoughts and feedback on programs they have and programs that they're considering designing. Um, and we've actually facilitated conversations with a number of small businesses in the community directly with the Department of Commerce so they could hear from the small business how the programs that exist are helping or not helping them, and what kind of programs could help them more in the future. Ryan McCready's here with us, the CEO of the Springfield Sangamon Growth Alliance on WMAY. Ryan, let's look ahead a little bit to to 2021 and something that uh, has come up in the last few days, a uh, proposal uh, being floated by the city for a a public funding component for this uh, sports complex being talked about for Legacy Point. Uh, I was a little surprised when uh, I saw that part of what they're uh, basing this on is uh, an increase in the hotel motel tax, because just like bars and restaurants, the whole hotel industry has been very badly hurt by all of this and yet the local hotel and lodging association is on board and uh, i understand that the growth alliance is also in support uh, of this whole idea tell me about the discussions surrounding it and, and why you think this is going to be a good thing right so the the legacy sports complex although it's geographically centered in one place we know based on economic impact that the entire community is going to see a positive impact from that because there is not enough food and lodging directly adjacent to that park uh, to build the services. So the reason the Hotel Lodging Association was in favor of the citywide increase in hotel motel tax is they anticipate and know that they'll get heads and beds, so to speak, from different programs that exist out there. Um, Also, the sports complex um, is a quality of life issue. So even though the sports complex will attract out-of-town teams and users, mainly on weekends. During the week, there'll be a number of local children and folks and schools that'll be able to use the complex during the week. So it's kind of like we get to use it during the week, and then we can use it to bring revenue into our community on the weekends when other groups might come in here. The public funding and the incentives that the developer has asked for from the city, based on what I know, and I've not seen a final development agreement, are things that are generated back to the developer after the development's complete, after they've made their investment, and after it's up and running. So these are not checks written out in front of the time of the development. These are incentives that come back later on down the road, and they're based on increment, right? So you have to see that additional economic income and impact for the developer to see their portion of the incentive. And for those reasons, we felt like it was important that the Growth Alliance support something like this legacy sports complex. Uh, And how confident do you feel that uh, the votes will be there on the city council and you'll get the support that you need to actually get that package approved and and make this a reality? So although we have sent a support letter to the city council, I have not um, taken time to have individual conversations with the council members. I feel like that's a decision and a conversation I'll have with the city staff. 
Uh, of course, I would be more than willing to chat with any of them that contacted me, but I have not done any measurement of uh, anticipated vote of the members of the city council. In addition to uh, retaining uh, local businesses, obviously attracting businesses and jobs is another big part of what you do. Uh, It is a a part of the job that seemingly got a lot more complicated this week when Governor J.B. Pritzker talked about a $3.9 billion budget deficit in the current fiscal year and the need for some deep cuts could include cuts uh, in terms of uh, state worker furloughs and things, maybe cutbacks in some agencies uh, all and, and state services potentially, too. Uh, this is a state that's had fiscal problems for a long time, but how much does that complicate your efforts to draw companies and businesses into our area? Well, you know, those kind of discussions can always complicate things, but we refuse to let them be an excuse to not be successful. So we still get up every day, and we will continue to go forward and sell this community Despite the financial challenge facing the state of Illinois right now, Illinois has some undeniable benefits for business, the geographic location, the fact that Illinois has more transportation infrastructure than any other state in the United States, uh, the fifth or sixth lowest cost industrial utility rates, uh, the Midwestern work ethic, and a number of other items that make Illinois a very attractive place for business. And businesses are still looking at Springfield and Sangamon County and Illinois. We are still working through a number of uh, site attraction or uh, interest uh, calls from from potential businesses. So, despite all that, the phone is still ringing. But we will act be actively marketing our community out to businesses to try to attract them here. Ryan, finally, this is likely to be our last chance to uh, talk uh, before the the new year arrives. So, what are yours and what is the Growth Alliance's goals for 2021? Well, going into 2021, you'll see a much more active and aggressive community marketing program through Thrive and SPI, working uh, with a number of partners around the community like you and Midwest Family Broadcasting. Um, Also, we'll be doing and ramping up our uh, business attraction efforts directly to individual individual businesses that we'd like to see become part of our community. But at the end of the day, we're very optimistic about 2021, and I've taken some time to kind of research – how the economy responded after the Spanish flu pandemic. And when you, when you hear about the Roaring Twenties and you think about the economic rebound that happened then, a lot of that was due to pent-up activity due to quarantine and people staying home and, and a lot of other things. So I am optimistic about 2021. The Alliance is optimistic about it, and we're gonna, we are going to grow this economy. We're going to bring jobs, and we're going to increase number of residents. At the end of the day, that's our goal And that's how we're going to measure our success. Well, uh, if that analogy holds up, it is reason to be optimistic about 2021 and beyond, although be careful about 2029, maybe, when that finally rolls around. But uh, even even the best economic predictions aren't that great after about 18 months out. So um, but uh, economists are optimistic about 2021. And I have to tell you, Jim, economists aren't usually optimistic about anything. I always say that economists have predicted 10 of the last five recessions. So, um I, 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 I'm confident we're going to be successful in 2021. It's going to be a much better year. Certainly reason to have hope for brighter days ahead. Ryan McCready with the Springfield Sangamon Growth Alliance. Want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and looking forward to talking to you regularly in the new year about progress on this front. You too, Jim, and thank you for what you do for us and for the community. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.